stays on his feet. Airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Manning lobs it. Burris alone. Kick on its way. It's got the distance, and it is good. And Lawrence Times has done it again. He's kicked the Giants to the second Super Bowl in four years. And the New York Giants, given the last rights by many in December, are the Super Bowl champs in February. All right, Giants fans, welcome back to another episode of Talking Big Blue with JQ. I'm your host, Jack Cordararo, and alongside with me today is my co-host, Kevin Meiselman. And on this week's episode, we're really just going to go through a run-through of the couple of past week that, weeks that we've missed, a couple games. So, Kevin, what do you, yeah, what do you our, really want to talk about today? Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get into the, the recent games, and we'll, we'll talk about the, the upcoming games as well, and mostly just who the Giants. We're, we're looking towards the draft already, so yeah, it, I'm excited for some of that talk. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk about Chase Young. Uh, oh, absolutely. But yeah. honestly, I think we need to start this show. You know, it's the holiday season. The Giants are miserable. I think we all need a little positivity uh, in the world. And I think I have to start this show by saying that for all you guys that listen to this show, unbelievable that, that you do because the Giants really are a bad team. Yeah, thank you and, guys for listening. And I can't give my co-host, JQ, the biggest Giants fan I know, enough credit for wanting to come in to the booth, uh, whatever booth we're in the pod, each week. The pod. I like that, actually. Yeah, the pod. And, and talk about the Giants despite how bad they are, and he's always trying to find the positives in it, and I'm there to kind of rational yeah. it out with mm-hmm. the, the I just th- I know but... there's a lot of other fans like us out there, Kevin, who care so much. I know I got my boys back home who, you know, Tommy and from my friends David and Ryan, like, they're all big Giants fans, so I know they appreciate this, and yeah, I just like, I just love talking about the Giants. I know they fucking suck, but, ooh, it's a little it's foul okay. language. Yeah, I'm sorry. they do suck, so that's, that's, that was an appropriate time if you were going to drop an F-bomb. Yeah. But, yeah, the whole point of my <laughs> little little heartfelt speech there was that things will get better, and uh, if you stick with us through the podcast, we, we'll just uh, all be together on hopefully what is a, a journey of a, or yeah. a rebuild. Where the Giants actually become successful. Yeah, in the hopefully near this podcast just excels upwards and we can well, o- also see an excel in the Giants going not, upwards too. Not, not that there's any correlation really, but my Ranger podcast, right when we started it, it was terrible. During the podcast is when they announced the rebuild and stuff. So it was pretty mm-hmm. cool. I think maybe some, maybe I'll be. Bring, I wish they did that for me, Kevin, on may, this podcast. Yeah, maybe I'll bring so some good luck to the Giants. I hope you do, man. We need some luck. at the right time. We need some luck, Kevin. I hope you bring all the luck. But... Yeah, let's hope so. So let's let's get into all the specifics, Jakey. Let's talk about the Giants Packers okay, game so first. Last time we had an episode, sorry for such a delay. School's been very busy for the both of us. But after the bye week episode, uh, the Giants were at home against Green Bay, who they got blown out by. Aaron Rodgers threw four touchdowns for 243 yards, as Dalen Jones threw for 240 yards, one touchdown, and three interceptions. So... As you can see, the rookie is still struggling, and I, I just really, Kevin, think it's the team around him now that I can't like blame one person anymore. I think like there has to be so many changes, and I really think, like you said, like how with the Rangers, how they came out with the statement and said they were tanking or like you know rebuilding. I really think the Giants should do something like that, or I think they should just fire everyone. And I don't know, me and you could run the, the team. The first one seems seems a little bit better. I think it's smarter to go with some some sort of a plan rather than just fire the whole. 
staff and organization. It's so but, annoying, Kevin, because I just don't see anything happening. And, like, you never hear from the GM ever. He never yeah, no, speaks. This is something we, we've talked about a lot on this show, is that you'd wish that there was some awareness of a plan, not just because as fans it's good to know, but because you want to have faith in the organization. Mm-hmm. And if they aren't expressing that they know where this organization is going, then it's really, really tough to have confidence in them. Yeah. And it just it shows in the, in the roster. So but this isn't really news i think the really the focus for giants fans should be on all right what decisions are they going to make moving forward you can't change the past yeah. all the moves that were made were made hopefully sooner than later there becomes sort of this blueprint that is drawn up where the giants actually make decisions that are leading towards something whether it be let's obtain a lot of draft picks let's draft really well and then develop players or make some trades i don't know whatever they want to do to to kind of rebuild this organization but you just want to know what that plan is. Yeah, that's why I think the Leonard William trade, uh, Kevin, is not a good one because we lost a third-round pick and a fifth-round pick. So if the Giants were looking to rebuild the team, Kevin, they would have, they should have kept those picks because you never know who you can get in those rounds. They're always going to be a sleeper, but you're not going to find Tom Brady in the sixth round like the Patriots did. But I just really, I just want to see like what the team is up to, and like like you said, I just couldn't agree with you more. And how like I just want to see like a little like vision plan because like. As for this podcast, I want to fill in the fans on what the the Giants yeah, are recently no doing, but there's nothing no to fill knows. in. Yeah, there's. I don't, I don't even know what to say. It's just I, well, like the thing is, you don't even know if Gettleman knows. So how could anyone? I don't even have, know if they're tank. I don't even know if they're trying to tank. Like that's the thing. I don't, no, they're they're definitely trying to win games. Uh, you, they don't. You have to. Losing. You have to. I would well, hate to well, see that. they're not because Gettleman wants to keep his job, and so does Shermer. I don't think anyone that's actually in the Giants organization is praying for Chase Young that's just not how those minds work because they have their jobs which to is keep a good and they, thing. which well <laughs> it's a, nah. it makes sense but as a fan it's very easy to just say all right let's get the better player yeah. hopefully someone else will do the job well as a coach mm-hmm. or a GM there's going to there's going to have to be a, sorry to interrupt you but there's going to have to be a lot of changes it's not just going to be Chase Young comes in and fixes oh, absolutely everything absolutely not I that's mean, how i felt with saquon football isn't then... that kind of sport most sports aren't like that the nba might be one of those where one player obviously you see durant shift to power in the oh, nba yeah. lebron Kawhi, it changes the entire league football you need men both, boys all three sides of the of the field working uh to, to really be a successful football team the offense defense and special teams they all need ability uh at, at least to have some decent uh, at least be really good or decent in two of those areas to, to be a good team the giants are good in zero of those at the moment so no not chase young is not going to just change this organization right away it is a huge building block and one of the more important pieces that will probably lead to future success if that comes but it also I mean, yeah, depends on what they do when they build it, off that first draft pick because you're just gonna have to hope the giants draft well i think that's all mm-hmm. it comes down to and that's where the focus should be uh, well, that's where you can build your team the most. It, that's what it's there for. So, Kevin, a li- I have a question for you. If the Giants were to fire, let's say, Pat Shermer, and let's say the owner fires the GM, Dave Gettleman, who decides the draft picks? Like, will they fire them before the draft in April? Or some, they... some, I, I don't know the whole front office executives list yeah. on the top of my head, but mm-hmm. someone fills in and makes yeah. a decision. Okay. It, it, it could Obviously, the owner would have ultimate say over anyone, but... I, 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 think I mean, so, sh- someone was. There's people working in football operations. I don't think anyone's getting fired before the draft, yeah. and uh, okay. I, 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 I can't see that happening. Yeah. All right, because the coach could get fired. I don't see Gettleman getting yeah. fired. Yeah. Okay. The draft. No, that's a that's a cool point because I was wondering because I wasn't sure if they were gonna fire both of them and then the owner picks the players and 
there is really no one that they can mess up on in this draft. If they're the number two pick or number one, they have to go at Chase Young, I feel like, at this point, just because of what like they need on both sides of the ball. I know they do need offensive linemen, but I just feel like he's one of those generational yeah. talents if, that you just can't pass on. If they take Chase Young or they take an offensive lineman, maybe if they don't get Chase Young, uh, whether that's because they didn't get the first pick mm-hmm. and he went, or if they really think that an offensive lineman could be a stud, then... You can't be upset with the Giants with their first pick. It mm-hmm. should just be focused on one of those two positions, uh, or types of positions, O-lineman or D-lineman, and that mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you really can't – I feel like the Giants really can't build the whole offensive line this draft, Kevin. Like, I feel like it takes like one or two drafts, like maybe even three the drafts to really – The Giants are going to be very good for a while. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to – No, I don't want to – we, we try to find optimism. Trade you know, everyone. You know, Trade the, everyone. If, if you're really bad, it's re- there's always the hope that, okay, we can maybe draft well, but drafting well and success aren't coming this year or maybe even two years from now, in my opinion. A lot will have to change. There would have to be an, an insane improvement of Daniel yeah. Jones where he becomes Mahomes or Lamar Jackson no, or something, be, and that's, cool. that's, don't get that idea that that's possible. That is the goal. No. But we, it, it, there's so much, like I said, the team ranks bottom five in all the efficiency yeah. metrics on football outsiders from offense, defense, and special teams. That means that all three areas of a team that you need are, are bottom tier of the league, and that means it's going to take a while to rebuild that. It's not, I don't think you could put this on the injuries. No, that, you really the, can't. The, the, the positions that they were injured at were, I don't want to say not important yes you need receivers yes you need obviously evan ingram is a huge weapon as well but the o-linemen and the and the d-linemen and the linebackers like those for the most part that was relatively healthy yeah for the most part when you compare it to receivers getting injured saquon getting injured and that's the team that they have yeah. is my point there and it's going to take a while to build a team much better than what they have right now and I mean, look and look at sorry to interrupt you but look at dexter lawrence this year the first round yeah, you have pick to hope he develops. The second Giants pick in the first round last year. He's played every game this season, and hopefully he stays healthy and stuff. But Yeah, it, the thing is, it, it's really tough to... We were all talking about Shermer before, and it, it's tough to know how much to actually blame him because you just look at the roster. There's not and a lot of talent. What What do you want a coach to do here? I mean, I, I, I don't have the most insight into the schemes and everything. That That's not my really area yeah. of expertise, so it'd be why it'd be really cool to have Hoot on. Yeah, absolutely. Our boy we're Hoot, gonna... who literally knows schemes better than anyone I've ever met. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. We were sitting in the calf. I tend to bore people with analytics. <laughs> we're sitting in the calf here. I can't keep up with what this kid's saying. I'm usually really good at grasping these concepts. I don't did not understand the vocabulary, but mm-hmm. I think if we had him on the show, he'd be able to explain no, it to definitely. all the listeners in an understandable mm-hmm. way. Yeah, we just wanted but, to make a quick episode tonight, Kevin. Yeah, so, for sure. We needed to get something yeah, going. One here. of the next episodes, Jake... How yeah. Eisen will be. I think on that's the show, a great so. idea, and but, he'll also be one of the first guests on the show too, which will yeah, be awesome. absolutely. We got we, we got a couple other guests that might be coming on the show soon too. We'll tease that yes. right now. We'll wait we'll, for we'll the tease end. That. To do we'll, that. we'll wait for the end. But we'll, my we'll point tease that. of bringing up Hoot and, and all that was yes, I don't know the mo- most about schemes. I I can't give the most insight into what Shermer could or mm. could be doing better. I, I just I just think it's tough to blame a coach as much as he has been blamed based off looking. At the roster of the Giants, he gets a lot of he's hate. Working Kevin. With. It's, he gets a lot of hate. I know he's analytics minded, and I have a bias towards that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know it's not all analytics, but to me, he seems like a, a coach who's willing to think outside the box. Oftentimes, that makes you successful. Yeah, uh, I just think the roster is so bad. Is, is he the perfect coach for the Giants? I'm not saying that that's the case, but I I would love to just see him get another shot with maybe 
uh, a team that's a little bit better before they kind of they just like fire him. Right him. I I just think he's been thrown into such a, a dumpster fire yeah. of a situation, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe he isn't the right guy. I'm, I'm not yeah. saying they they should keep him necessarily, but. I don't like seeing the blame put on him as much as he's been getting it, just based yeah. off who the player is. So uh, when's the right has. time to, like, uh, let's say if they give him another shot next season, like halfway through the well, season, if they're still losing? Are you I, saying, like, this is kind of like... No, I, I think I think it's always better to fire a coach in the offseason. Yeah. I, I think you got if, if they're, I feel that. If they don't have confidence in him, they should fire him right after the last game. Uh, or unless they have an interim coach they, they think might be able to come I, up and they I, don't have to hire yeah. outside, maybe they, they fire him for the last week or two let him get some experience coaching see if he can do anything i I, I don't think that's that that will happen but i I do think it's very possible that pat Shermer, if he does get fired it should be at the end of the season and that gives a a, a new coach you give yourself time to find a new coach and you give him a lot of time to adjust uh just get to know the team and and all that Mm -hmm. and implement a system you you don't want to hire a coach last minute right before the season starts Mm -hmm. so if they fire Shermer, it's got to be right away but I feel like the players are giving up on him a little bit, Kevin, because I've seen, like, some of their reactions on the sidelines and just some of the plays that he's called this year, Kevin, are mind-boggling. That's, like, something that is going to have to be looked at at the end of the offseason or even towards the last... I know there's only three games left, but maybe towards, like, the last game of the season, like, test out Sherman and be like, listen, like, we need you to win us one more game to see, like, if you're really capable of winning. I know it's, like, a harsh thing to say to the guy, but... I know, like, the whole team isn't around him there to help him out, but I just feel like the, the head coach has really got to be, like, that centerpiece to, like, gather all the guys together. Like, look at Doug Peterson in Philadelphia. They, I know they have so many remarkable weapons, and, you know, Carson Wentz is a young quarterback stud, but I just feel like that, like, he's so, so smart as a head coach, and he really sees the game really well. I just feel like Pat Shermer, A, got thrown under the bus after having such a terrible team the past two seasons, and B, I just... I don't really know, honestly. B is a an IDK as of right now, but Kevin, I don't know if you saw this, but Brandon Jacobs, ex-Giant player, you know, Super Bowl champion, he said that there's more talent on this year's team than there was in the, the year they won the Super Bowl back in 07. What do you think? Like, That's just not true. I just think it's crazy how you could say that. They're 2-10. Well, They're 2-10. Well, the, well, well, the, uh, 2-11 now. 2-11 now. now. The, I'm the, sorry, the, the, actually. The record doesn't even necessarily always sum up how bad a team is. You look at the efficiency metrics, you just look at the players, they're a way worse team. I don't even want to discuss the fact that this team might be more talented. I don't even want to breathe life into How's that it opinion. Possible? It's just not possible. We can't score. Do, do we can't know, play defense. The Giants had Michael Strahan, Justin Tuck, and OCU Minyora. Uh, Antrell Roll, Ahmad Bradshaw. Antrell Roll was on the second team, Jakey. Second, second team, twenty eleven. I'm sorry. That's, a, that's that's. I'm sorry. But my point being, that was one of the best pass rushes uh, in NFL history. How can you say that that team is more talented? You look at some of the receivers. Plaxico Burris was one of the best rece- one of the best receivers the Giants had during the Eli Manning era. I'd, he was awesome. I, I, I don't. I, I don't really know who could say that comment and. You probably shouldn't make a lot of other opinions if <laughs> voice your opinions. Yeah, I'm really. I was really concerned about him because I was like, "What? What the hell is this guy saying? Yeah, like, has, let's, he, let's, has let's he been watching? Kevin, has he been that. watching the same team that we've been I, watching this I, year? I, I don't know. I think any but, any any mm-hmm. reasonable okay, football fan so, would, would kind of disagree mm-hmm. with what, what he said mm-hmm. there. Absolutely, but yeah, that Green Bay game for the Giants was a terrible yeah, let's game. Let's go on to, to the recap. Eagle one. That was the more recent one. We just wanted to kind of fill you guys up. Yeah, because uh, since we missed a couple weeks of the season. But, but yeah, the Eagle game, we didn't even talk about it yet. Eli Manning came back. Yeah. Mean, it, Welcome back. 
Welcome back to The Last Jedi. That's what I was calling it. I'm just happy that he didn't come in because Daniel Jones was benched. I, I, I'm really yes, glad that they, yes. they never thought that that was a good idea and whatever. I'm ha- I'm he, so he happy, got injured. Kevin. Eli Manning played a really good feed, two really good throws <laughs> to Darius Slayton in the first half. I mean, I, I, I might have been able to make that throw yeah. that Darius Slayton we got know you so got the open sling. on. We know you got the sling, Kevin. But I mean, I, I'm not trying to talk too much shit to Eli, but the current Eli, yeah. of course, I always preface it by saying that. Yeah. But it, it's just... Uh, it, it was a it was kind of a mix emotion wild way yeah well that and a wild way to come back and have mm-hmm. a first half like that things kind of evened out in the second half yeah. giants couldn't get any offense going um it, it's just it, it's it's really good in the end the fact that they mm-hmm. lost because you want a higher pick yeah. and uh right now the giants on football outsiders have the second highest uh chance of getting the first overall pick obviously the Bengals are the most likely team so yeah, they, they got this tank ball coming up against the Dolphins, and you, you hope to see a similar result that maybe they hang around, keep it entertaining for the fans, and uh, have a little fight and lose with a little pride. See Saquon see get, run all over the field yeah. maybe a little bit this but, game, get but, him going. But the Giants losing is in the best interest of the organization and, and the fans, and this one game, whether you beat the Dolphins, is not going to change the future of the, yeah. of the franchise. No, I think definitely lose, not. Losing 100% will have a, a really positive Great impact on impact. Forward. Yeah, Kevin, I couldn't agree with you more on that. You know, what you just talked about. I loved seeing Eli back, and I'm happy that he wasn't back because Jones was struggling. I'm happy that the Giants, like, kept him in and let him figure out all, like, the fumbles and the intercepts, interceptions this season. Like, I'm very impressed with the way that Daniel Jones performed this season. I know the, I know the stat sheet and the win column may not show that, but... He's really done a lot for this team and helped them at yeah, least look I, half the, decent. The, the, the fumbles are horrific. The turnovers are horrific. But I always say that a rookie quarterback is going to learn. Yeah, if he no, learns to hold on to the football, it's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. I've, I've said this in all the episodes. The fact that he has shown the capability of making very, very difficult throws under pressure shows upside. And, and that's kind of the positive you have to take away from the season. It's usually the issue uh, with rookies coming in is consistency yeah the guys who become successful nfl quarterbacks are able to be mm-hmm. consistent and that's kind of what the giants will be looking for next year he's mm-hmm. shown the ability to make good plays move out of the pocket and, and run a little bit too yeah it's just that's something he, big he, for the giants kevin really having a little bit more of a mobile qb because last well, year we used to see players where eli would be like second and five and he'd go to scramble a little bit and then he'd get sacked yeah, and then be I, like second and tw- a third and 12 it helps it helps to be mobile but it, it also it does it fit the system that you're in you know you don't need to scramble all over the place if we don't need a Lamar Jackson type yeah, player yeah just... it's you want mobility the one other thing that's interesting though is that you might be mobile and faster and able to scramble away from pressure but your pocket presence and your ability to move inside the pocket regardless of how quick you are you need to learn how to do that yeah. and I think that's another thing where Daniel Jones will need to mm-hmm. develop the footwork develop the confidence to do that and and you ever see no. Carson Wentz? He like weaves and ducks between linemen as they try to sack him, and then he, you know he scrambles out and yeah. he makes big plays because his receivers that like since Carson Wentz is going to give them the time, they're going to give that extra second or two to get wide open and you know 100%. find open space in the field. So when Carson gets out of the pocket, he has a he's a great arm, so he finds those open receivers, and that's something I want to see like Jones do more of like evade that. Like, when the pocket closes on him, I don't want him to roll out, but, like, find, like, a way to shimmy out and then, like, find open grass either to run and, like, just slide ahead for five yards or look downfield and throw a bomb to Darius Slayton, who is someone that is really interesting this year and is another rookie that I'm very happy the Giants drafted this year. And I guess 
props to Dave Gettleman on this one, who who I really don't like that much, and Kevin knows that. But yeah, I don't I'm like very happy with either. Darius Slayton, though. Kid's a baller. Five receptions, 154 total yeah, yards, he, and two TDs. He's one of the bright spots to take away from the season because he's clearly been successful regardless of the quarterback. Uh, neither are ideal so quarterback that's a positive sign for going, success right going now. Forward, yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, you, you hope that he can be part of the future, obviously. Uh, on a rookie deal, not paying him that much at the moment. Yeah, I thank think God it's, we it's can't re- pay anyone. <laughs> yeah, but uh, also before we were talking about uh, the the idea of firing Pat Shermer. Yeah, I think it's not extremely unlikely the Giants end up hiring Ron Rivera. I saw an article that the Cowboys could be interested if they end up firing Jason Garrett. The one reason I could see it being Ron Rivera would be the fact that Dave Gettleman was the GM mm-hmm. in Carolina while he you was maybe coaching there. Team back up together. I, I don't know the history of their relationship, so I'm just guessing. But that could be a little bit of an interesting dynamic. Maybe there's more trust in the GM to the head coach yeah. if their relationship was good. I liked Ron Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron. You know, he, yeah. he was actually <laughs> one of the first proponents of sort of implementing the analytic strategies mm-hmm. uh, of, Smart of man. kind of all the coaches that are around right now. He always was going for two, going for it on fourth and one. He was the guy that a lot of people called crazy chances. that now most coaches are doing now because they realize that the probability and, and all that stuff, the, the math that goes into it, is, sometimes it is the right decision yeah. to not do what is conventional. Ron Rivera is one of those guys, that, and I think you need to have, like I say, those outside-the-box thinkers yeah. that are open to just kind of any any – Information. I and, think of Pat Shermer sticks it. around Kevin. I think he needs to take a couple plays out of uh, Ron Rivera's playbook with those analytics because we saw against the Patriots earlier this year how it was fourth and two and they were down fourteen and yeah, they didn't I, go for it. Like that's just something that if you're two yards away and and you don't get it, yeah. so what? Who cares? A, a little bit less of tangible uh, argument here would be. I mean, a lot of players. Uh, I'm sorry, a lot of fans and and also the media like to talk about a, a coach who's been to the Super Bowl who's had playoff mm-hmm. success. Uh, if you care about that, it's good that Ron yeah. Rivera has that on his resume. He made it to the Super and Bowl, also Super Kevin, Bowl uh, fifty. Ron Rivera was also at Super Bowl fifty with I did, yeah. Dave Gettleman. Right. Yeah. So it, yeah, that's why I think the dynamic there. It's it's possible uh, that 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 idea actually does excite me. I, I've just kind of always been biased and, and liked yeah. Ron Rivera and the way he coached in Carolina. So mm-hmm. that that would be really really. It's cool, just but. like it just some stuff annoys me, Kevin, because like you'll see the Giants looking at like you'll see the rumors on Twitter all the time about like. How the Giants may go after Jason Garrett, and it just drives me insane because there's so many better options out there. And I know Jason Garrett seems like a good coach, but I really just why would we ever want someone we've been competing against for the past like whatever five, ten years? Like I don't want to see him anymore. Like yeah. I just hope the team moving forward goes in the right direction. And if it's Ron Rivera, or if you got to go get a coach from college, I know that's a, a even a bigger risk because they haven't been at this level of experience in the NFL. So we'll just have to see moving forward. I really like Ron Rivera and like what he's done with the Carolina Panthers because they've had really good seasons, and then they've just had some key injuries that have hurt them the past few years. And like Cam Newton, their quarterback just, I don't know, he kind of just shit well, the bed, he, he, he just got way worse. He keeps after getting hurt. Yeah. I, I think, well, the fact that he always got hit in the head and the way he plays, Never he was down to get injured. But yeah. he was really good for a while, so that's not a knock on him. Mm-hmm. It's just his style. He also... He, his arm accuracy is not very good anymore. No, not anymore, kind of no. He, I had him in fantasy a couple of years ago when they went to the Super yeah, Bowl. He sho- dropped like 25 Well, he had those shoulders in, so shoulder injuries, yeah. too. Obviously, you can't it. expect someone to throw the same nope, if they're that's their shoulder. So. No, nope, not at all. And well, I think that, that kind of covers this most kinda, of what... Yeah, and 
concludes most of this episode, guys. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll be doing some stuff over, over our winter break. I'm sure we'll be keeping you guys up to date. We can do some episodes over Yeah, over Skype, Skype and stuff. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to have some, some cool... videos. Absolutely. We're, we're, we're going to up the content game on Instagram. Yes, for absolutely. Sure. And Especially in the... Mm-hmm. You know, while we're jealous of all the teams that are in the playoffs, yes, absolutely. And luckily, now, this misery ends soon, and we can just enjoy some good, mm-hmm. good games. Absolutely. And now time. that like we have time at the end of the semester, of course, like we're gonna be posting like what Kevin said, a lot more cooler content. If you want to say that, like over winter break and the whole whole month and a half just we have chilling. off. Yeah. So there's cool gonna be a lot of cool stuff. So I want you guys to tune into that. Yeah. At Talking Big Blue JQ. Yes. At Talking Big Blue JQ on Instagram, yeah, like Kevin that. said. But so I'll before, just say it again. Yeah, before we get out of here, JQ, I want to mention the tease before. Mention mm-hmm. the two guests that have kind of tentatively agreed to come yes. on. We don't have a date mm-hmm. uh, for either either of them, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll, would you it's like exciting. to announce? No, the first you announced. Okay, you, you, so you contacted them. Help me get out with the last name if get I get it wrong. Here. So I reached out to um, Jordan Rana. Is that how you pronounce the last name correctly? It's a Ranan R A A N A N. Yes, so Ranan. Yes, I, really I am do, bad. I don't know how to pronounce yes, this stuff. That's so, bad. Sorry, we're gonna, Jordan. We're gonna get on that right after the show. But yeah, Jordan, I reached out to him on Facebook Messenger, and he got back to me, and within like a week, and honestly, that was something for me that was really awesome because yeah. I've never have like reached out to anyone, and this is something cool for me because I've just started this podcast, and he agreed to come on the show after yeah. the, after the Giants season is over. So he is a ESPN NFL national nation reporter covering. Who covers the New York Giants? So, and he is a man of the people, which what it says in his bio, and it's honestly really he awesome. Is a man of all the, the content he posts on Twitter and Instagram. I follow him on both uh, yeah. pages. So he's just a really cool guy. And the other guy that we have in mind is a big Giants fan who's been a Giants season ticket holder for seventeen seasons. One of the and, funniest people. Yes, on the internet. and his nickname is. License plate guy. I don't know if you guys know who he is, but Kevin, who is it? What is his uh, name? Uh, Vic. Well, what's his last name? Mm. I don't know his last name. It's very Italian. That's part of his whole uh, sort of his persona. He's just a comedian who goes on these rants pretending he's a Yankee coach or a giant coach uh, after their games and, and goes absolutely nuts. I'm trying to find his name here. All that it's, comes it's up is Vic license plate and- guy. <laughs> It's his last name starts with the, uh, I think it's Dibitetto. 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 Vic Dibitetto. Vic Dibitetto. He's wow. just he's just a yeah. Sorry that we butchered mm-hmm. two last names now in a row of the guests. Real, sorry. Real, real professional. Yeah, man. real wow. professional. Wow. We're, we got to get ready for the big time, which we will. But yeah, these yeah. are two huge guests that we would love to have on our show, and yeah, we're awesome really going to help the show improve to the next level because these guys are first off, license plate guy goes to every single game for the past. 17 yeah. years home or away as long as it's a close game i follow him on twitter facebook instagram you name it and yeah. for jordan too he gives me all my updates like the stuff you're hearing on him like shout out to jordan like he's always keeping me up to date and stuff and i just really can't wait to have them on the show yeah because we're gonna get to talk about how bad this team is and hopefully they yeah. have some they're probably gonna have some of the same ideas and opinions as us so it's gonna be really cool to see what they have to say so i'm just excited Really excited to get them on the show. Yeah, it, it's sick. Like, obviously, it's cool for us to interview some very popular, you know, Giants-related people. But more importantly, it's just cool that we can have these conversations. That's my favorite thing about doing any podcast. Yeah, right? it's just having the content, ha- out having there. just talks with people. Especially mm-hmm. when you, it's always fun doing it with you. We talk Giants all the time. Yeah. But when you can bring a guest on, someone you can just. Mm-hmm. It's just it, it keeps yeah. things exciting. I I, I think guests mm-hmm. are absolutely definitely awesome. These two in particular mm-hmm. are just going to be really, really oh, fun. outstanding guests. So. Guys, thank you again for listening to another episode of Talking Big Blue with JQ. I'm your host, Jack Cordero, and alongside with me today is my great friend of mine and also my co-host, Kevin Meisman. So, once again, thank you all for listening and have a nice night. And let's go Giants. Giants Dolphins this weekend.